0: Good. You ready? Let's be solid. Yeah. Uh, did you turn on the the, uh, the mic? Yeah. Don't forget that button. Otherwise, the world won't won't hear a thing. Read my lips. Okay. No. Solid. No problem. Okay, we began the uh, Soap Sugya last night, which will be the last uh, Sugya in the Kashrus, Tintam, Indian, as a matter of fact, we're going to finish uh, possibly tonight the Kashrus aspect and then segue into what's a very, very common shayla, set of Shailus in the soap department. As I mentioned, the Hilcha Shabbos aspect. Heart soap, swap soap, soap, uh, dishwashing soap, in terms of the viscosity, if you didn't catch that word last night, we'll explain it again, and the issue of brushing teeth while we're on it, so it'll be an interesting practical Shabbos uh, sugya that we're going to end off with, Uh, but before we get there, let's focus on what we began last night, and that is, the Galan Yuma says that there's an isr of sicha kishtiyah, one of the five inuyim is anointing used to anoint for pleasure, something we don't really have a sheikh as to today. And Rabbeinu Tam is of the opinion that it's only an Iser, an Iser not an Iser know, it's The only two Iser, and Iser Carrius, is eating and drinking. This is Sicha Kishti with a weaker Chalfa And they asked it only when it was the tainud for enjoyment. And as Rai is, the Gemara later says that if you have a sore and you need to apply the ointment and don't get into any z'chit issues or you need to get off lichlach real dirt you need to wash it's mutter Rabbanotam brings that as a raya that it's an issa de others uh, argue that it's kavinas dere so just say the isid is only when it's latinug and these things by definition not tiny what's important for us is that Rabbanotam says it's only a din, he also draws a ban on him, but whatever the din is, it's only a din in Yom Kippur. Sikha Kishti is not a din in Kola Terakula. It's in Yom Kippur, it's in Truma, a person is Tameh, smearing Truma on themselves based on a or an asmachta, but a pasuk, in some form. And then, of course, anything that's Asbanah, because with Asbanah, you can't smear it on yourself because you're getting Hanah. but that has nothing to do with Sikha Kishti. Those are the only three possibilities according to Rabbi Tam. Then in the second Thesis, Thesis brings down another limitation, of the Kula, that Sich is only also even am Kippur with Shemen, because the Pusuk, the Asmachta, mentions the word Shemen. That would be excluding Shmaltz and Shuman, uh, Chela, and the other things we're going to discuss, which are the ingredients, the sub-ingredients of soap, as in tallow. As we mentioned last night, uh, the debate whether soap needs actually will depend on the following machlekah. So far, we only had Rabbi Otamas Makel. The machmir. they're about to see right now hold that it's not only a din in Yom Kippur, it's not only a din in Truma, it's not only a din in Any no, Anytime you shmear yourself something, it's like you're drinking it. But it's like you're drinking it. And hence, tallow from fats of an animal that are either Tamea or weren't Shechted are going to be an issue. It's going to be eating, a form of eating, a form of drinking, that's asamidar bonum. And part of the debate will be well, how do we paskin? And even if we do paskin, the chumri, if there is room to be machmir, would you say our perfume soaps are, our soaps are heavily perfumed today? Or maybe even the soaps of yesteryear that go through a pretty caustic process? The tallow is not just sitting there and become soap. Um, there's a process that's pretty old, but it's costly. And maybe that's pygmit and that would be a tzad l'hokul. As I mentioned, whatever the stance, if you're machmir, the eitzah is not to go out and get ivory. Ivory is the worst of the culprits. It's 99.44% soap without any additives, which means it's a lot of tallow. It's like 50% tallow. So... If you don't have any strong affinity or allegiance to ivory, you're not holding any stock in Procter & Gamble, even if you are, it's a very small amount of their sales, uh, then that's not the soap to get. If you even want to think of being a machmer in the sugya, there's a lot more to be maker with in the heavily perfumed ones. The more chemical out it is, the less tallow So. Let's go back and we'll see now the third sheet. Again, the first sheet holds it's only on Yom Kippur and truma. Second sheet says only on Shemen and Yom Kippur and truma, which would exclude the tallow. So, point either of those were okay. And now, the third sheet, which we started last night on page four of your copy, the Marduchai and Shabbos, going on the Gemara, the bottom of the second column. Sachin, Umi, Farchasin, Laodam. Farchasin is peeling off. Some type of skin which we're not going to discuss now. That happens to be a big sugir, we should get to it one day. Uh, you see, people sometimes on Shabbos continuing a bad habit that they have from Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, uh, which is either biting their nails or biting their skin or trying to take off cuticles. Oh, none of that is a very good idea. As a matter of fact, it's a very bad idea. The child is how serious the malacha is. Is it a reset, do our on? Uh, there are some Havaminas of Haterim when the sire, but uh, the Afarnam can't really figure out a rule when it's the when it's also Basically, it's Osir and you shouldn't do it. They sell, tell over a story, I think it was with the stipler, if it wasn't, uh, I'm sure it happened with some Godel, went over to somebody on Tuesday who was biting his nails and screamed at him he's his Machal Shabbos. And that's probably true. You can't convict somebody to kill Shabbos, certainly give them based on circumstantial evidence, but anybody bites their nails six days a week um, usually certainly has a struggle on Shabbos. Uh, you'll ask me Akasha that people who smoke six days a week and don't smoke on Shabbos, smoking is a little bit more out there in terms of the obvious malocha being done, and if you smell a smoke and barabim, it's a whole different... Um, and, by the way, I know of cases where people smoked on Shabbos, uh, because they were so heavily addicted, and they were and Shabbos in every other aspect, which just goes to show you that the uh, ability to keep Shabbos often depends on good habits or bad habits during the week, so... That's not tonight's topic, and we're not going to go into We're going to go into the Sachin part. So let's begin. In this Sugya, we're not discussing Chalvisol anymore. That was the beginning of the Sugya. Everything here is Chalvis. Same as he has different akudis. Chalvis and Shuman, as he mentioned yesterday, same white gooey stuff based on location and the animal. So if from a kosher animal, the chayla is going to be you know, in a sycharis to eat. If it's a non-kosher animal, not shechted properly in a veyla, they're both going to be oser. Oser, lasach beshabis Mishon shenimcha. So we have two iserm over here. We're going to get to the kosherist in a moment. First he says that if it's on Shabbos, this is not a Shabbos, there's a shayla of nolad. You're taking a semi- solid. I'm just going to pick Lashenah's now. This is going to be very nagaya next week. The Shabbos portion with the brushing the teeth and the soft soap is a very fascinating Again, It's going to take us uh, maybe a week or two, not longer, but not much shorter. The issue over here is Nalud, possibility number one. Possibility number two, Mimareach. Mimareach is a toldo of mamachek. Mamachik of Lama They used to take the hide. After the hide, they used to process it, and part of processing was scraping it down so you make it smooth. That's mamachik, as in machika, as in we use for erasing. Under that is a tolda uh, memareach, where you take something and the object already is smooth and you're pressing it down and spreading it around to make it smoother, to smoothen it out onto something else. I, I said two, th- two different things just now the memareach, and it's going to make a big enough kameen when we get to the soap. So, I'm not purposely not explaining now because I can't explain everything at once. That uh, will take a few hours. But just get used to the words. It's in the Sukhiya muqsa. And is when you take something in form A and change it to form B. We have the famous Shayla. Can you make ice cubes on Shabbos? So, some say that's a form of Noila. You take it from water and make it into ice. That's already a chiddish, you would say. Maybe ice is not a different form of water. It's H2O in a frozen form, but it is different. Over there, you're not doing a maissa. You're just putting it in the freezer, or you're putting it outside. That's already a machlekes. We, chila from the Ashkenazim, amachmer, if it's a shasta t'chak, uh, they, they use shasta t'chak in America. They use a shasla t'chak. You have a lot of guests. And, and what? And a really a lot of guests, and it's a hot summer day. And people call it the shayla. I'm not making chayzik of it. But uh, shazachach is, in our scenario, a little bit humorous. You're in a house with air conditioning, central air usually, or a very cold uh, wall unit. And you have a refrigerator that's working, and you have Coke in the fridge, orange juice, water. It's probably pretty chilly. How much of a shazachach in the ice give so I, I can't, uh, no tzitkes on my part, I can't identify with the shah of an ice cube in a cup of cold water or coke. It's cold already. But I, obviously not, there's not a question right or wrong. Altam bereach. There are people who they'd rather not drink anything without 75 ice cubes in it. Or one, or two. And it's going to stay there Shabbos, and I'm not, not going to make fun of that. If that's true, then there's what to discuss. The good news is after discussing the sugi for about 30 years, there's no longer no gear, because I don't even know if anybody in the room has a refrigerator with an ice cube tray, a freezer with an ice cube tray. Your children might ask you when you, I assume you chaz or shir when you get home every night. So when you tell your children tonight you talked about you talked about the ice cube tray, putting in a the thing, they might ask you, Tao, what's an ice cube tray? Please let me know. Do you know what an ice cube tray is? A young guy here in you know, an ice cube tray. The thing with a bunch of little cubes in it, you, know, you put it in. You have to. Such fair goals. You got to fill it up, put it in, and take it out. And then sometimes you got to crack it. And uh, you have a home, okay? bro Hashem. And you're pretty young. What? What's the problem? The problem is nugget. You're taking it from. If you put it in, can you put it on Shabbos? You put it before Shabbos, no problem. You put it in on Shabbos. You put it in. Put it in, put it in water. It comes out ice cubes. But you use it on Shabbos. The fridge makes it its own. I haven't found a fridge yet that makes it its own that you can use because if you press that button. And you hear a roaring and an engine going, uh, you might have a problem. No, if you have no, one no, that's made and yeah, there's just a box, and you turn it off, and you just go by hand and lift the thing and put it in, that's fine. No, day before Shabbos, no Shabbos. No, but you can turn it on before Shabbos, just keep making yeah, it on Shabbos. Yeah, that's Mutter also. On You're allowed of we yeah. don't hold like Bershah, she says candle is <laughs> Mutter. So, I'm just saying, don't lie. No. we assume. Yeah, that happens to be a good question. If you remind me, after all this, you know, it's funny. You came in and asked, do we learn Hilch's Muxa yet? So <laughs> there you are. Uh, there's a shayla. I'll just throw out a shayla between, somebody asked me last Pesach, I think, and we had a whole lot of discussion, and I put it aside for the Yontif of Shirin, because it was the Yontif shayla We didn't get to it yet. Last Pesach, we were still in the middle of a different subject, so we'll get to it. He wanted to know, can he take chocolate, a chocolate bar, and melt it over a fire to put it on top of ice cream? So yeah, first glance, he said, of course he can. Yontif, you're a lot of cook. Well, I cook, I can melt chocolate. Not so posh it. Many people say it's takamutr. Others say that cooking is fine, and the melting of the chocolate off the cooking is fine. But if you start off with a solid and you're melting it down via in, now you have a liquid. If it's totally liquefied, you might have a problem with it. So think about that one between now now and Pesach. Maybe we'll get to it on the other shop. It's not a because so you couldn't melt it down anyway. Anyway, I don't want to get too much into noila, but the first option over here is going to be very negative to soap and to the toothpaste. It's no light. You're taking something that's a solid and you're making it into a lather, which goes into a liquid, then gets washed away afterwards. But you're taking here, as he describes, the chaylev and the shuman, which might be kosher, might not be, but that's not the issue just yet. Also, lots of bashabis, mishom, Have you seen the ice cubes and the case he's describing? is ice cubes go into the fridge and it happens by itself. You're not doing a biodime. You're putting it in the fridge, biodime. You're putting it in a mukkum where it's cold. Or well, in the old days, you put it outside. Here, you actually be a daim, smearing it on yourself and turning it into a liquid. That's nolot. or being being with it with the Yitzhah the and that's problem number one. Our mom will bring this down, as we will see. That's why the liquid How, self is much better. What was that? liquid self is much better. Oh, we'll get to the liquid self first. We've got to talk about the solids, and we'll get to everything, Mr. Stay around for two weeks. We'll, we'll get to it, yeah? I are two independent problems. Right now it's hassan it. I'm just telling you, you shouldn't think this is the only issue. Filu. <laughs> now he discusses the Kashris issue. You can use Khailav, which is normally in a sacarius to eat. and Rabbi Kiva, We saw both last night. Sichah Keshtiya Asmach T'baamu Umidrabaron Hu Velo Gazu Ela Sichah Shel Tainug On Yom Kippur Avol Mishum Next Page Page Five Top Line Tsarav Rofua Even On Yom Kippur For Tsarav Khatat Chatot Hashbereisha Lagazu Kenaaminim Peik Brasa Diuma Mishaish Lo Chatot Hashbereisha Sach Kedarke Assuming it's not likely he's going to get the hair all wet that's going to be a schita issue. Generally, they had very short haircuts in the olden days because it was easier from a hygienic point of view with the kingdom and the like. Uh, and you can do it even on your Kippur and it's not Latayni, Okay, The next line talks about the mefarches in peeling off the things. Different sugya, We're not going to do that now. Take a look at the tiny print to your left. This is amazing, this small little paragraph because he mentions points that a mama shall throw back to the very beginning of the Sujur. It's interesting how it came around. <laughs> Remember, they didn't have Johnson baby oils. They had Tineikas and they had Tashmiram or something because for the same reason you guys are telling me his head and the scalp and the diaper rash, whatever they were using. And the mothers would use Chelev Chaylev atalet, as a kosher animal. Chaylev is an Isser to eat. Or Shuman Chazir. So even Shuman and the Chazir is going to be a kosher issue. So he says it's Asr, Kida Amar, Perik, Perish, Lahazik, Dale, Malakatanim. The din is that a gadol can't give biyadayim. We covered this heavily in this year. Safinibiadayim. You can't give, even a kid is not a Gidachino. Even a one day old, you can't give biyadayim in this. sir. But if they have a Menekes Nachris, how's that for a uh, title? Menekes Nachris, does that ring any bells? Uh, again, we started with this. Menekes Nachris is the B'diyevet, but they didn't always have Jewish Menekes, because normally they're nursing their own kids. They the higher hire a Menekes before baby formula. And it's Mutra Abedin. The says, if you have a choice, don't do it for and Don't have a mitzvahs. do it. Don't have a guy to do it. And while she's doing it, if you can't get anybody else, have her eat kosher. So this is a common uh, scenario around the house. And he says, you're allowed to have her, the non-Jewish lady, give it to the kid, or smear it on the kid. And he says, more than that, even if she feeds it him in a sandwich with the peanut butter. Pretty gross. We, we would stop this because of the Ramal. But make her a it din. It's not us, sir, because you're not giving me a dime. She is. So We wouldn't do it, because it's in Tamanefesh. But what is he saying? He's saying that, he's assuming it's a Dara Poshet that you can't shmear this stuff on yourself, because Sikh Krishti is not only in Yom Kippur, it's in Kalat Kula, and therefore you can't shmear it on your baby, because that's considered Safiyah Nabi And you see from here, assuming it's only in Yisrael B'Ana, and even on Yisrael B'Ana, which is what the Shach said in the original Din, of uh Tintamenefesh where Machmer even for instance the Drabanon, but this is more than Tintamenefish, this is the actual Isus of Yadayim, which appears by Drabanon. matter matter fact this is Tintamenefish doesn't seem to be too concerned about per the end of the paragraph the, the, the git can do it. So here we have the first sheet that holds that it's usher, not like Rabbanotam, not like the Marbuchai started saying, that it's not a Kashrus issue. Uh, they're holding that's a big cashless issue, and <clears> tzichel <throat> is on Kipper. and wherever fine tarfirs are sold, you can't use chaylev or anything else to smear into your body. Here they're talking about using it as baby oil, using it as oil for your enjoyment, which was commonly done. Nowadays, most people are not smearing oil onto themselves, although before chapstick and before the synthetic alternatives, in Europe, if somebody had chapskin or chap lips, they would take schmaltz. Maybe they would take from the kosher schmals they had around the kitchen which they cooked with and they would put it on their lips. That's fine. They might be flashiks now but at least it's kosher. But the you're all and you're buying at the open market that would be totally in this machlegis. It's also obviously very much going to decide what the is with the soap because the soap is made out of tallow. So let's go now to page 6. Now do you see it's a machlegis pretty lopsided. The regular clearly holds that there's no sikhah by... And he still you that's not Yom Kippur Trumo or an Hana, which means the soaps and the lotions and the other things you're shaming yourself for tainig are mutter. Yes, would it apply? Well, that's what we're going to get to. The soap have another mitigating factor. Lacula is that it's pogum, but not everybody agrees to that because the fact, the mere fact that we're going to see the guy right now is going to apply it to soap and say that in his opinion. Revi Sheinem, despite the fact we saw Rabbein time we saw the second thesis, we saw the beginning of the Mordechai, the guy going to argue that Revi Sheinem holds the Sikh as a general klon shas and it's also. And he talks about soap. He doesn't just talk about lotion, yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting, because HaShulchan has a comment, he says, we all know that the soap is very pogum." Now, I don't know what was going on in Avarduk, i was surprised, I'm happy they can even afford soap in Avarduk, but it was relatively recent times. The Eucharist Home lived uh, a century ago. But then you have to make a historical chilek between the way they made soap five centuries ago, a thousand years ago, and then, and I'm sure there is a chilek. What I saw was until very recently when they started perfuming it heavily, it was made the same way it was always made. They used tallow and they did the process, so... The guy to answer your question, is many people can say today it's very Pogum, even more than it was 100 years ago. The Al Choshochan already says that we all know it's Pogum and it's not a Shailah, the meaning is Lahakal, the meaning is a Uh But the guyin doesn't think so, and he thinks that the Rishonim and Machmer are the Roiv and he thinks that it's Roi enough. Either it's Roi enough Lahilah or another Tzad and the this would be. It doesn't have to be Roy Lahilah if this is the application over here and it's still Chaylev. It doesn't have to necessarily be Roi Lahilahilah. That's another option also. Uh, so we'll see right now. Uh, the first D we're going to have. Take a look at page six, Simin Shin Chavav and Hilchas Shabbos, which is going to be very important for our entire discussion Hilchas Shabbos for the Neilah issues and the Memareach issues and the soap and the toothpaste. It's all going to be from here. But first, we're going to take care of the Kashrus issue. Take a look at the Ramah in front of you, three lines down. Asir Lirchad Yada Bamelech Kol Shekain Beberis Shekerin as he translates over here, soap. So you can't wash with melach. Well, why would somebody wash with melach? What are you doing? What, what, what's what's happening? So obviously, the melach is being used as a, something abrasive to get the dirt off, and it's also melting in the process. And it was a type of soap and kosher cane soap, which is called Zaipelash and Ashkenaz. I bishar al Yadov. Why? Have a noilad. So the Amal said, Salash of all these things, on Shabbos you can't use anything on your hands, face, whatever it is, that you will be melting along the way, that will be liquefying, because you're changing the form, and it's noilad. Noilad is a, well, what is noilad? It's a muqsa sugia, but it actually makes a big difference. Why they ask for noilad? He's being, mostly be a daim, it's not the nailad where it just happens in the freezer. So, there's a big machleikas and it plays a big role over here. Why the Aser, this type of nailat? What's wrong with squeezing snow, squeezing ice? Squeezing ice be a daim everybody holds you can't do. If you have an ice icekeeper ready, before shop at the Heter, and it melts in your cup, which it always does, usually it melts into a little bit of coke, then it's, it's bottle, as long as it's not nicker, it's fine. You should not take ice to put in your cup and just have it melt to drink the freezing water even though the water might be mutter, but that lachal the word about we usually have it only bitaruvus, But you're not squeezing it b'yadayim. Here you're actually pressing as you're washing your hands. You're pressing it by a b'yadayim, and that's an issur to be meidlut, an issur of neulad. And the question is why they acid it. So some say the acid is a gezeira of similar to mashkin shazivu. If liquid comes out of a fruit that you would normally squeeze, a chab is a gezeira. If you have the thing squeezed out, you might come to actually go back and squeeze it. Here you're not gonna go squeezing ice is not gonna be an issue of, of schita, but it's very similar, squeezing ice, getting water out, squeezing an orange, getting oranges out. So since the latter is really also the usar squeezing the ice as squeezing the melech because it's similar to that and it's an issue of the That's one reason. Uh, we'll see. Obviously, this is gonna make a make a big enough. The Ramah here is asering it, and he's assuming that there's some gzaira there or another. I'll give you the second choice in a moment. Take a look first at the Mishnah Brewer in Chav tes. You're creating something. You want to use salt water. I don't know why you would, but if you want to, I guess they're always searching for things that might clean. The Mishnah Brewer. Lamed havinaylad v'dami larisik shalag abarid. It's similar to the issur of squeezing snow or squeezing hail or squeezing ice. Shnezbar lael semeshin chav shasagam keim mitamze. That's the opinion of the Rama. You can't use it because it's naylad. Iyin magalavram sherkasa b'shem eshulti givrim sheishmatirin bezeh. Why? What happened to naylad? The sfeirlu the Masha also hazal larisik shalag abarid. The reason they asered shalag and abarid mishum gezeras schita's peiros am de So the Magadam says if you look at the reason it's only gzera of you might confuse it with schizah's pears which is really also the squeeze. Because why do people squeeze ice and snow? Why do people squeeze snow in the winter in Europe? Water was hard to come by and drawing from a well if you find one was difficult and it's hard to find fresh water. If it snows then in Europe and in Russia it snowed. So you had an amazing people were thrilled you had an amazing supply of water for months on end you need water so the backyard, it's as pure as the driven snow, as they say. Didn't have cars running over it, it stayed somewhat fresh. Or you dig a little deeper, you got the cleaner one, and you squeeze it, and you have water. So, that the acid is this daim. The next thing you do is you're going to squeeze your oranges and think that's mutter, also. So, you, the only acid when something is aimed for the liquid that comes out of it when you soap. Is it I for the liquid that comes out of it? You're not squeezing the khiliv to get liquid out of it? That's an interesting kasha. Are you not squeezing it to get liquid out of it? So you can argue, well, maybe you are, when you take the chaleb and you go like this. Well, you want it liquid form, but then it goes better. But Magabram holds no, you're not squeezing it to get something out. The chaylev has properties chemically to undo the bonds of the dirt that you're trying to. Same thing How does soap work? And that's what the tallow is in the soap. And you're getting it off. You don't want to. This whole thing's going down the drain. You're not it's drinking it's the water. You're not using the water. It's spreading luster. That's my mabrech. We're gonna get to one thing one thing at a time. We'll, we'll get to. Uh, yeah, that's why I mentioned there. Are, there are six different uh, categories over here. But there's a good kasha. Yes, the is gonna mabrech as you maybe as you uh, wipe it down and press it down, but Right now, we're discussing Nailud. So he said it's not the reason I asked is because they were out to the Paris. That's only when you're using the product. You're not using the product over here, you're using it, but you're breaking it down. You don't want to squeeze something out of the fat. So the Rama holds the reason wouldn't apply. He's arguing on the Rama, And the Ramah holds that uh, that's not the only thing going on over here, and it's like you're creating something, and therefore it's still also a bottom. And um, it changes forms. They are also changing forms, period. Not only because of the favor of the, uh, the payers. And that is the machlekes with a pretty big nafkamina, where they're using soap or toothpaste or anything like that is going to be a noilad issue. What's the diak in the Ramah right now? About to ask you, is uh, soap a kashrus issue? So the assumption over here is they're using chaylev, not from kosher source. Ramah doesn't mention a word about any kashrus. He's talking about a Shabbos issue, and he says he thinks it's innocent Isid Neulad. we'll discuss soon, maybe it's an Isid Neulad, which the Ramad doesn't seem to be bothered by, and the Muget holds it's not even Neulad. It doesn't mention any Kashuris issue. Why not? So you could say, well, it's Hilcha Shabbos, why should we be talking about Kashuris? But still, it sounds like he's saying you can't do this on Shabbos, he should maybe make mention of the fact that, by the way, Sikh Gishti is also all week. Sounds like he holds, like, Rabbeinatam, that sekhish dizani yan kipper din ana truma din and that's it take a look at the vilna gain which is a little bit cut off on the bottom very right bottom. billaha he quotes it shai <speaking> khailo wa imbiragash daita kedas habbe medel place came out ba khawaser the sikha kishiye wa qana midwa ban on aser the low carb and atamas see atashat tuba zala held with mutaviz is only a dinny yom kippur, only a khumanyam kipper for taina again only on shaman according to one tesis. And he goes on to say that uh, it's the is clearly and he suggests that if you can get a hold of kosher soap or something not made out of tallow, it's a nice thing to be machmer. And on that, the al-chashok and many others point out the is l'hokol, and they hold its pogom, pointing out the gra, and apparently the chavitzchai and the bira l'acha, who lived at the same time, the al didn't think that was pasher, because he's quoting the gra to aser, and he's suggesting... Maybe it's nice, his ending words are So there is what to discuss in the Sogut. People say kosher soap, that the guy holds, it's also all week and you should be Mahmir, suddenly don't get ivory and get something very pogum or get something with the hechshah. The stuff with the heksha is widely available in Israel. Um, ivory is easy to avoid, but the main thing is and many Peskim, Al-Hashokhan, again a contemporary of the Chavis Chaim, says it's all pogum. So he disagrees that he, he knows the Glen said it was a problem, but he holds something changed between the time of the Glen and the time of the Al-Hashokhan. The and the today, clearly is not today, saying that. Today, again, I'm not a chemist, but there's many, many other substances from which silk can be Yes, but all of them have tallow. Just ivory has 50% of it. Not, not, so. not, not all of them. All of them. You can get one thing. <laughs> Most of them have some tallow. Yeah, yeah like if you one pay one. Fee, not the, I'm talking about the normal soaps. Your average thing selling. I'm aware that they make. You can make chemically an any type of thing, of course. What you pay, I, I was looking to, but if you want to buy a few for some samples, Uh you're no, you're machmir. Sometimes you to be machmer. You're Just get the stuff they're selling in the from and give the business to Jews. Okay. <laughs> uh, and you could support Yisrael uh, so if you're you inclined to do that. Using it from, from kosher animals? Uh so I'm not. I'm not sure. The last one I saw was many, many years ago. Uh, either they're getting kosher, sourcing kosher ingredients, or they're saying it doesn't need a hesher, is that possible like the mall? That's a funny way to give a to the latter one. Plenty of hesher on the shelf. That would be funny. I, I, I'd like to check it out. to find out. I have to remember which hesher it was. You know what? Next person who's shopping in a... Did you ever see this stuff on the shelf? I once saw it in America. I just don't... I don't go shopping often. Am I usually by this What? O-U-P. Mm, that's Rokeach. That still sells? Uh, okay, you can, I, I, you know what, start with that. I, I didn't even look before what that's made of. No comments in there, that's for sure. I don't know if he's giving a hechcher sure on the tala part, but you can look. But most of the normal ones, yes, the health food stores and the alternative they have it, but Lamaisa uh, uh, Ivory has a lot. The other ones often have a component of it, and there's two mechlekism over here. Do we pass on time or not? The guy says we don't. Ramos seems to be assuming he doesn't bring up a kashvist issue. The second thing is, is it pogum? If it was, why wasn't it then? So the Al sholchan holds something changed in time of the gana now. And the b'erlachah seems to say that if you can get your hands in it, the minig is lahokul, but it's important to know that the shayla exists because sometimes you can easily avoid it and not even get into the shayla. If it's heavily perfumed again, that's another sniff that whatever the process was, it now is extra pagima because of the other additives. Uh, we're going to see what? Uh, you have to see what it's made out of. Uh, the dishwashing liquid soaps, interestingly enough, don't have tallow. It's, it's more of a detergent, it's not really a soap. And they're better both for the Shabbos application which we'll discuss next week about how liquidity has to be according to all the shitas. if you want to be AT to everybody and it happens to be a more kosher soap often because it's really they make detergents differently but it works as soap people wash their hands by the sink and you're using the same stuff your wife uses for the dishes um, he had asked whether or not the heksher on it there was an OU on a lot of dishwashing soap not, not, not an OU on the soap except for the Pesach one the reason is, the perception is, is that when it's on your plates and going on your food, you want it to be more kosher. Not really necessary, because the same begima that applies in, the applies in that also, and it has a mitla that's not regular. Soap. It doesn't have tallows. It doesn't mean they really have the typhus they are talking about. So, make a thing, you don't need a heksher. The heksher is widely available. I strongly suggest wherever you live, and even if you live out of town, the major brands have heksherim on it. The minute is to get it already, in the why not? Even the maker Din is not necessary for so the cautious point of view. Mitzvah Shem, next week we'll get to the toothpaste and the brushing of the teeth and the soap issues on Shabbos. Mitzvah Shem, we'll get to it.